Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. And happy Monday, a very special Monday for me and the Solomon family, my son and my son's hamster. I'm going to explain that in a second. I've got a children's book coming out designed to counter cancer culture, to counter the censorship movement, to explain to the next generation of Americans why free speech is essential and why the First Amendment was first. It turns out the last two generations of school children were given a different lesson. They weren't given the civics lesson that you and I had, and they were actually told that the First Amendment was negotiable, that there were moments where the government could impose a narrative for the good of the larger collective. I want to counter that. I don't want another generation to be indoctrinated the way the last two were. So I launched a book today called Hidden Headlines in Concertship with Brave Books. And I'm going to explain in a little bit why I did that, what the inspiration was, and where we are in the battle for freedom, liberty, free speech in America. But first, before we get started with that, I want to give you a little top headline on some of the news going around today. First, who do we have? I'm going to have Cash Patel on the show today, our good friend. We're going to talk about the big revelations about Mike Morrell and Tony Blinken and the censorship episode that we now know as the letter of 51 security experts, the people who falsely called the Hunter Biden laptop disinformation when it was true, who canceled debate in America prevented the American people from making an informed judgment about the 2020 election and Joe Biden and his influence peddling scandal in his family, the Hunter Biden laptop evidence. And we're going to cover all that in the next segment with Cash. Cash has a lot to say. Also, a lot of people are beginning to say that the United States under Joe Biden, under his Pentagon, where they're focused on DEI and critical race theory and ESG and electric vehicles rather than national security and war fighting, that the Biden Pentagon has failed to deliver much of the military equipment that Congress and the past two administrations committed to Taiwan to repel an attack from China. That is a national security concern. I've got a big TV special coming out Tuesday night. I think you'll enjoy that. But in the meantime, 
I want to get cash up to speed and he'll get you up to speed on what people are talking about, why we're having a problem getting basic military equipment to Taiwan. Remember, military deterrence starts with the show of force. If China believes we've got the hardware, if they believe we've got the people on the ground, the boots on the ground, the resolve to fight a war, maybe they're less likely to go in. Right now, the Biden administration, according to most of the experts I'm talking to, including members of Congress who just came back from there, they're saying the Biden administration is dropping the ball. So I definitely want to get that covered and, and have a good conversation about that. It's a very exciting moment in the history of the U.S.-Taiwan relationships and, of course, the U.S.-China relationship. We're in extremely, extremely critical moment in history. Hey, a great moment today. Madeline Hubbard, our correspondent in Jerusalem, was in Israel today, covered Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker's speech to the Israeli Knesset. Very powerful speech, not only reaffirming America's commitment to Israel, but putting China and Russia on notice that, hey, you may think Joe Biden is a pushover, but the American people and its Congress are not. Very, very powerful moment. Big news down in Texas. In fact, we'll have the Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, on the television show tonight. He announced a investigation to whether COVID vax makers misrepresented the safety of the COVID vaccines. That could be a major discovery, legal discovery avenue against the vaccine makers. Now, another big one on the weekend, Senator Ron Johnson reacting to some of the work I did recently on the Hunter Biden laptop on the relationship between Mike Morrell, the former CIA director, and Anthony Blinken. He told Maria Bartiroma on Fox News yesterday that he believes Anthony Blinken Secretary of State, the former advisor at the Biden campaign who worked on and inspired the letter that falsely claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, that he, Senator Johnson, says that the Secretary of State may have lied boldface to Congress. Think about that. That's a big, big thing. Hey, a lot of people are looking at Florida and the battle with Disney. A new development there today, a Florida tourism board appointed by Ron DeSantis, aligned with Governor Ron DeSantis, filed a countersuit against Disney saying, hey, we had every right to do what we did in Central Florida, revoking your special privileges. And here's why. A very important thing. And then finally, staying on the Hunter Biden topic that is so important, I think, for Americans to not forget, to never forget how we were canceled, how our ability to make an informed decision in 2020 election was hijacked. Well, Hunter Biden had to appear in an Arkansas courtroom a little bit ago in a paternity case, the mother of his child, the child that the Biden family doesn't really much acknowledge in public seeking some additional financial support from Hunter Biden. Expect a major decision in that in the next few days. We'll be covering that as well in the Senate. Some big news. A famous Maryland Democrat who's been around a long time, Senator Ben Cardin, he's going to retire, not run again in 2024. The map in 2024 is not that favorable for Democrats this time around. And then finally... I know the president keeps telling us our economy is fine despite high inflation, rising interest rates, food prices and gas prices that make life difficult to make ends meet right now. Well, today, another bank failed. Federal regulators seized and immediately sold First Republic Bank, a bank in grave distress, the third bank in grave distress in recent weeks. They sold it to J.P. Morgan. It is the second largest U.S. bank failure in American history, even bigger than many of the ones that failed during the 2008 financial crisis. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, my explanation for why 
John Solomon, the investigative reporter, has got a book with hamsters and dogs and peacocks. Well, I wanted to send a message to moms and dads that they could share with their children, their grandchildren, their nephews and nieces, that the First Amendment was first. We're going to explain that right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. I have a new, brand new book out. It's called Hidden Headlines. It features or showcases my son's famous hamster, Chunk. And I'll remind you in a little while why Chunk was so famous on social media about a year ago this month or so. It was right around this time. But before I get to that, I want to tell you about the book, Hidden Headlines, featuring Chunk, the newspaper editor. He's a hamster. And he works with a detectively curious dog named Seymour Clues to solve a mystery. And the mystery is a story of censorship. It is available at bravebooks.com or bravebooks.us. Either one will take you there. You can buy a monthly subscription to these God-friendly, American-friendly books and keep getting books for your children, or you can buy it a la carte at bravebooks.us. Go check that out. It's really exciting. Now, why is John Solomon writing a children's book? Why was I hanging out with kids in the Philadelphia area at the Cherry Hill Library this weekend reading stories to children? 
I was stunned a few years ago when I began to be canceled and I began to face censorship for very accurate stories on Hunter Biden, Russia collusion, the laptop, and of course, COVID and the origins of COVID from a Chinese lab leak, which now is the prevailing theory, but for a while was forbidden to be spoken on social media or in news sites. I was stunned most by the lack of outrage over censorship. No one, particularly young adults, didn't seem to be concerned about it. And then I realized, well, wait a second. I know what happened. The last two generations of school children to come out now, the young adults of the Gen Z and millennial generations, they actually were taught a different lesson than the civics lesson I was given. I was told the First Amendment was first for a reason. Free speech was at the center founding of our country. Without free speech and the ability to speak truth to power, to express your opinion, to express your dissent to your government from local to federal, you couldn't have a constitutional republic like we have today. But there were two generations hijacked by teachers unions and woke and liberal educators who didn't get that lesson. They were told the First Amendment could be negotiated, that in times of crisis like the pandemic or an election under question that you could silence voices for the good of the collective. Now, that's not America, but two generations of young adults were brought up in that mindset. And that's why there wasn't the outrage that I had when I was there. So I decided, you know what? I want to jump into the void. And I worked with the great folks at Brave Books. They are, I believe, the answer to scholastic books and other books that today maybe don't have the same values that you want your children to be learning. So I put together a book with them. They made beautiful pictures, a beautiful storyline based on my son's hamster chunk. Now, I'm going to tell you the storyline in a second, but first, I want to remind you about why Chunk became so famous. It's one of my favorite family stories. So about a year ago, my son, who's autistic, got a pet hamster named Chunk. We named him Chunk. He's a little bit pudgy. And Judy and Josh went on a quick family vacation to go visit family. And I was entrusted with this new pet. I only had two rules. Feed him every night. Don't lose him. I got it. I signed off on the mission. Somehow when I was feeding him, I must have left the cage door a little open. And uh-oh, something bad happened. Chunk got out. I came back. He was missing. I was mortified. I knew there'd be hell to pay with my wife and my son if I didn't find Chunk. I couldn't find him anywhere. I looked all over the room. He was nowhere to be found. So I went to CVS. I picked up a cheap stethoscope and I started on my hands and knees on the floorboards, listening for scratching sounds. I eventually, after two or three hours of the grand search, found Chunk sitting in one of the air conditioning vents for the HVAC system, scooped him up, put him back in the cage. I thought I had dodged a bullet. Now, I did tell a few people at work what a crazy night I'd had, and somehow my co-host on television, Amanda Head, who I love so dearly, she's a part of the Just the News No Noise television show with me every night, 6 o'clock on Real America's Voice. She found out about it, and on national television, she told the story. She outed me with my wife and my son. All of a sudden, everybody knew I'd lost Chunk for a while, and Chunk sort of became this trending figure on social media. A very fun story. Well, I wanted to take that near-death marital experience, if I could call it that, family experience and turn it into a positive story because I wanted to teach 
children, that there should have been an outcry to the blatant censorship we went through the last few years. I don't want another generation of young Americans not being taught the Bill of Rights, not being taught the civic lessons of the America's founding, and to understand that the First Amendment was first for a reason. I didn't want any more indoctrination to believe that government had a role in suppressing dissent in the name of a singularly sanctioned storyline. And so that gave birth to hidden headlines. Hidden headlines, of course, done with Brave Books. You can go to bravebooks.us or bravebooks.com. Go get it today. It showcases Chunk, my family hamster, as a newspaper editor who can't distribute his hamster headlines news product because an Eva Koala named Carl, yes, he is inspired by Karl Marx, you'll see, has blocked the tubular system in the hamster village of Starlot City, right? For kids, it's just a great story, putting them inside a hamster village. The tubular is, of course, social media. The people who, at the behest of big government, censored Hunter Biden's laptop story, the COVID origin story, the Russia collusion story for a long time. So tubular's systems are blocked. That's the censorship allegory in this incredible story. Karl, Karl Marx represents big government socialists, and Chunk is obviously a free speech advocate. Well, thanks to a very inquisitive dog, a detective dog named Seymour Clues, he cracks the case, he figures out that Carl is behind it, and that the reason he was censoring the newspaper was that people could not find out there was an impending flood that was going to wipe out Starlot City and make Koala Carl, or Carl the Koala, rich because he would sell his kayaks to rescue people in the flooded city of Starlot City. And thanks to Seymour Clues and Chunk and Penelope P. the Peacock and all these really fun figures, animal figures in the book, they save the Starlot City and they teach children and grandchildren, nephews and nieces that you can't become dependent on government giveaways like Carl's kayaks. You can't be censoring valuable information that can protect the American public. You must allow free speech to be free. And that was my gift, my book to there. Now, if you want to go share that book with your grandchildren, your children, your nephews and your nieces, just go to bravebooks.us or bravebooks.com and you will get a copy of the book. You can buy it a la carte or you can subscribe to it. I really believe that Brave Books can become a counterbalance force to other book companies like Scholastic that maybe have different values for our children than we share, have a different belief in the American experience, the founding fathers, freedom of speech the Bill of Rights. And so this is your chance to make Brave Books a viable alternative in that parallel economy that we keep talking about building. Go to bravebooks.com, go order Hidden Headlines, go subscribe to Brave Books and get a really incredible long-term opportunity there. And then help me, help you, help everyone teach the next generation of children that free speech must be free, that the First Amendment is first for a reason in this great constitutional republic that we call the United States of America. All right, folks, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, an incredible conversation with Cash Patel, which, by the way, is going to touch on real-life censorship, Hunter Biden, the laptop, the letter, Mike Morrell and Blinken, and a whole lot more right after this commercial break. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. 
It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. This next guest doesn't need an introduction. We have him on all the time. He always has a major impact on the public dialogue. But today, I want to bring him back to his roots. It was his great work alongside of Congressman Devin Nunes and the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee that unraveled at that point, one of the greatest election interventions in American history, the fake Russia collusion story imposed on the American people a week before the 2016 election. We now have bookends to that event. We now know that the same guy who started to spread Russia collusion in the summer of 2016, Mike Morrell, former deputy CIA director, also was the guy that wrote the letter in 2020, putting out the fake story that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. And oh, back in 2012, when Barack Obama was running for re-election, he also originally edited the talking points about the Benghazi attack to make it look like it was something that occurred, spontaneous protest over a anti-Muslim video instead of what it really was, a terror attack. And joining us right now to referee all three of those incredible election interventions, our good friend, Cash Patel. Cash, welcome back. John, thanks so much for having me on your show. And congratulations on your awesome book launch for your amazing new kids book. 
I hear it's doing uh, very well and will soon be number one. Oh, well, thank you. It, as you know, you went through this experience. It's an amazing thing to write a children's book. And then this weekend when we were in Philadelphia and we were reading just the interaction with kids, you and I could do a thousand great things in Washington, a half hour reaching out to incredible children and reading and teaching them values of America. The best 30 minutes I ever had in my life. It was just incredible. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's amazing. Such special parents and special kids that showed up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. It was great. So, Cash, I want to talk about this. You have been, I think, the single most effective voice in describing how Democrats have hijacked what I call the information highway, the information infrastructure to try to meddle in three consecutive elections. Nobody does it better than you. Now that we know a name and a face as sort of the poster child of it, former acting CIA director, Mike Merrill, former deputy director, your thoughts on all we've learned over the last two weeks since the last time we talked well, I wish we had my thoughts are I wish we had more reporters like John Solomon reporting on the truth from day one. So half of America wouldn't think falsely that Donald Trump's a Russian asset. And we have to remind everyone of that benchmark because that benchmark exploded the journalism scene and destroyed it, in my opinion. And the Mike Morell example is one everybody needs to be educated on and walk through. Just think about this. A former head of the Central Intelligence Agency the number one intelligence officer in the country, while serving in a senior role in the administration in 2012, intentionally, after the Benghazi attacks, which killed four Americans, intentionally removed accurate reporting to say the attacks were Al-Qaeda-sponsored or Al-Qaeda-attributed, meaning they were terrorist attacks. He has since admitted that he did remove that in the quote-unquote heat of the moment, whatever that means, as if somebody who's that senior-level intelligence official doesn't know how to operate um, in, in, in times of war and attacks. But he did it for a singular purpose, to provide Susan Rice and the Obama administration top cover to say, no, terrorism's not on the rise, it's not a terrorist attack, and of course we want Hillary Clinton to, you know, succeed. Well, don't have to believe me on that one alone. Let's fast forward the clock to 2016 Russiagate, which you and I were so extensively involved in uncovering. Mike Morrell, still a senior level intelligence official, comes out as the first guy to say publicly that Donald Trump is a Russian asset. How would he know that? Why would he say that when Brennan, the CIA director at the time, knew that Hillary Clinton was cooking up a scheme by buying false information from overseas to torpedo Donald Trump's candidacy? He did it because he wanted the narrative out there in Politico, um, as they always do with fake information, bought it, sold it, and pushed it out to the world. Now, that was done to help who? Donald Trump lose and Hillary Clinton win that presidential election. And if you don't believe me on those two, and you're saying, no, Cash, you're 0 for 2, even though that's the fact, <laughs> let's go to the third. And yeah, you're 2 for 2, one. but keep going. You're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> the third one. And I wish we were talking about something else other than rigging presidential elections in the United States of America. But Hunter Biden's laptop, and this timeline is is so critical, and you laid it out in your article so brilliantly last week. Hunter Biden's laptop, the New York Post breaks their story and says Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. Okay, let's. where did that come from? We now know from sworn testimony of, yep, Mike Morrell to the House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan's committee, they asked him, why did you do this and who gave you this idea? Well, Tony Blinken, then Biden's senior campaign advisor, now the Secretary of State, triggered Mike Morrell's word Mike Morell to create the 51 Intel letter that we now commonly refer to as complete and totally bogus. They asked him, him, Mike Morell, why did you do this? 
Well, I wanted um, Joe Biden to win. Once again, a senior or former senior intelligence official knowingly puts out false information at the behest of a political campaign. It is essentially the Steele dossier 2.0. They run the same scheme in 2016, and they ran it again, this time just for Joe Biden's benefit. And the media, Politico, no surprise, comes out and says, hey, Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. Four days after the New York Post story. And Tony Blinken and company call Mike Morell and thank him for putting that false letter out. So now you have evidence of a single individual rigging three presidential elections. Why all these people still have security clearances is beyond me. Congress needs to haul everyone who signed that letter in. Mike Morell and everybody else, their security clearance needs to be permanently stripped from them, including Brennan and Hayden and Panetta and everyone else who uh, Clapper and company who allowed a presidential election to be rigged. Remember, we were conspirators, John. You guys are anti-American. How dare you say in modern day America that presidential elections are rigged by the intelligence community and law enforcement? Well, here you have it um, served up on a platter, not by John Solomon Castell, but by the very culprit who did it. And he's finally admitted it under oath. We are facing a real challenge because now that it's happened three times and there's been very little consequence, right? Maybe a small indictment here and there, but really not the sort of long-term consequence. I've had a lot of people on the television show with Amanda and I the last few days saying very, very clearly, it is essential. It's essential that the people who signed that letter, the 51 who signed that letter, pay some penalty, whether it is a ruling or a law that says they can't ever get federal contracts again or a stripping of their security clearances. But do you think Republicans in Congress have the will to impose a penalty? Because the Biden administration is not going to do it. The intelligence committee is not going to do it. The news media is not going to do it. They're going to pretend like, oh, no big deal. We're trying to move on. Can Congress do something meaningful that imposes a penalty in what you know really now has proven to be one of the great interventions in our electoral processes? Look, having a security clearance, and I still have one, is a privilege. It's not a right. And having one, especially when you leave government after you served, is something that I think many government, former government employees should have because it helps them secure work. But when you abuse that privilege, especially when you are a government officer, and then you go out and retire and then spread false information to rig presidential elections. Yes, I'm talking about Mike Morrell, Leon Panetta, Michael Hayden, Brennan, Clapper, and so many others who signed that letter then it needs to be taken away. And the White House isn't going to do it. And the Office of Director of National Intelligence, who are in charge of security clearances, they're not going to do it because they're politically in the bag with these government gangsters to rig presidential elections, so false to Congress. And what, what Congress must do, it's a multi-step plan. One, they have to subpoena every single one who signed that letter and ask them under oath in front of the world to see why they intentionally lied to rig a presidential election. Two, other committees of jurisdiction, like the Intel Committee and the Appropriate Committee, needs to bring them in and create legislation. It's not that hard, actually, to zero out the funding stream for private sector security clearances for every one of these individuals who signed this letter and helped rig presidential elections. It's really not that hard. Money is the only thing that runs Washington, D.C., and I don't know why House Republicans have not acted to take on this measure when they are in charge of the appropriations process. Once you don't have any money to fund it, they don't have a security clearance. Yeah, no, that's such an important thing. The power of the purse is actually the most powerful policy tool 
that can be implemented. And I think House Republicans are beginning to talk that way. I've had well over a dozen members of Congress in the last two weeks say, hey, we're going to do something with that letter 51. I think when the Morrell story came out and the specifics of it came out, you really saw the dirty trick. You know, Tony Blinken to Morrell, Morrell then to the rounds up the 51. Blinken actually sends them the information that becomes the key line in the letter, which is this USA Today article falsely claiming it was Russian disinformation. You really get how it was rigged. And I think this may be a moment where some form of penalty, finally, some form of consequence gets imposed. Over the weekend, Ron Johnson said, listen, I'm not satisfied. Not only that Blinken has been exposed enough for what he did with the letter, I'm not sure he's been telling the truth about what he did with Hunter Biden when Blinken was deputy secretary, Joe Biden was vice president, actually accused the secretary of state of lying to Congress over the weekend in an interview with Maria Bartiroma. Blinken hasn't really faced the sort of intense questioning that I think a lot of people have do you think his moment's coming, that with the, well, the failures on China and Russia policy and now this controversy with the 51, that maybe he gets hauled before a committee and has to answer real questions? He better. I mean, forget the failures of Secretary of State between Russia, China, the Ukraine, wars, our border and everything else. Let's put that aside and put aside politics. This man, according to Senator Johnson, which I believe lied under oath to the United States Congress. That's a federal offense. Let's just start there. And, oh, by the way, why is it now, only now, after the fact, we are learning that Tony Blinken is essentially the, the John Podesta of the Steele dossier. He's the new guy for Fusion GPS to come in and basically take that playbook as a campaign official. Did he spend campaign dollars doing it? Did he spend campaign email accounts doing it? Those are questions that need to be answered. Calling proactively an individual in Mike Morrell to say, we need a counter narrative to this. We're getting killed. And then let's remember the ultimate thing. Just like Hillary Clinton took the Steele dossier and jammed it through the FISA court process through a willing conspirator in the FBI and lying to federal judges, Tony Blinken had Joe Biden hold up the 51 Intel letter as if it was the Bible itself and say, what Donald Trump is saying about my son's laptop is Russian disinformation. And the world bought it because it was backed by the media and these 51 corrupt actors. Why did Tony Blinken lie to the world, allow for that political stunt to be pulled, and then it was rewarded with the Secretary of State position? He has a lot of questions to answer, and um, I don't know what the House Republicans' response is going to be, but it seems to have been pretty muted. I love Senator Johnson, but unfortunately, we don't have the gavels over there in the Senate. So. His request is well on deaf ears. Yeah, it has to happen in the House or it's not going to happen. It's got to be with the power of the purse. Yeah. You said something that's going to stay in my mind for a long time now, that the 51 security experts who wrote that Intel letter saying the Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation, that was Steele Dossier 2.0. What a powerful statement you just made. And that's exactly right. Those two dirty tricks are identical. Different circumstances. Same modus operandi and same impact. They intruded on the Americans' ability to make an honest decision about who they want to elect the president. I want to go to another thing that's come up recently that's getting a lot of attention, and that is the former stenographer who was on a plane with President Biden who says that President Biden's not telling the truth about his trip to Ukraine and why he was trying to tout natural gas when he was in Ukraine at the start of Hunter Biden's relationship with Burisma, the crooked Ukrainian gas company. How important is Mike McCormick's eyewitness testimony? And do you think members of Congress will call him to testify? They better. 
Um, it's critical. And, of course, it's no surprise that DOJ and FBI have basically dropped the ball intentionally because they don't want to know the answers to his questions. And our dear friend Josh at Real Dirty on Truth Social did a brilliant interview with this individual, um, and people should check it out. Um, I think it's his handle is at Real Dirty on Truth Social. But the point that you bring up is critical. It's This is sort of a neutral witness. He was a stenographer. I mean, that's the definition of what a stenographer does. They just take down verbatim what was said. So what are the Democrats, what are they afraid of? They're afraid of him coming out and giving more credence to what we've been saying this entire time, that Hunter Biden is an actual criminal based on his laptop, based on his involvement with overseas parties related to the CCP in the Ukraine. And if this guy is what we call him as an actual witness, why wouldn't the FBI and DOJ um, interview him? They don't because it's a two-tier system of justice and they don't want the answers. But Congress, as you raised brilliantly, is a separate story. He's basically saying, hey, I'll give you the information. You don't even have to subpoena me. Someone just talk to me. Um, and hopefully that's the start. This is what usually happens. People do great interviews like yourself or Josh, and they force this information to the public sphere. And then the public has to force it onto Congress to say, hey, bring this man in for a transcribed interview. Listen to what he has to say under oath and the details he has to give. And then let's educate the world on the continued criminal cabal that is the Joe Biden presidency and his now reelection campaign. Because, John, They've done it not once, not twice, not thrice, but too many times to count to rig a presidential election. Are you telling me these people aren't going to do it again? Congress needs to come in hard. It's crazy, isn't it? It really is so essential. The power of the grassroots to put pressure on Congress to force the sort of consequences that should have been incurred. We've exposed enough of the wrongdoing now. Now it's time for the accountability and consequences crowd to deliver. And I think that we're waiting. I think the longer people wait, the more frustrating it becomes for folks. Cash, I want to turn to another piece of the puzzle. I've got a TV special coming out tomorrow night. Real excited about spend some time with Robert O'Brien, your former boss on the China Cold War and how we can win it. And reminding people just two years ago, we had the upper hand in that Cold War. Now we're underwater on it. Congressman Mike Gallagher, some really profound statements about what he's learning. There is an extraordinary concern in the security community that the Pentagon under Joe Biden has failed to get the military hardware we long ago approved for Taiwan. They're not getting it there, and therefore it doesn't create a deterrence for a potential invasion, which a lot of people think could be in the next 15 to 18 month window. Can you talk a little bit about where you left things at the Pentagon as chief of staff, getting Taiwan armed and ready, and what has happened with the rope-a-dope that the Biden administration has done at the Pentagon not to get those wares in the hands of our great ally, Taiwan? Yeah. So there's two separate avenues uh, to deterrence over there. One is what we call a show of force. And at the Pentagon under President Trump, we had a constant show of force in the South China Sea, whether it was uh, one of our fleets, naval fleets over there or an aircraft carrier. When you zip one of those things through the South China Sea, everyone sees it. And they're like, "Okay, what's going on here? I don't know that Joe Biden's doing that. I don't, I don't think he is because the CCP has basically monopolized that territory. They can do other things like that, slide bombers over, et cetera, to show strength um, and solidarity with Taiwan. But that's not the priority of this administration. The priority is Ukraine. The other thing is where are we sending our materials? Now, to send those sorts of machinery and weaponry overseas is an extensive process, Once one which we had undertaken in the Trump Def Department of Defense. But once we left, um, we, of course, did not have control on the bubble, as we call it. 
and the priorities were shifted yet again to the Ukraine. John, you simply cannot arm uh, one country to $115 billion and expect to fund and fulfill our obligations to Taiwan. It's unrealistic because we just don't have the capacity to produce that kind of machinery and weaponry uh, when we're giving literally almost everything we have at DOD to one singular country in the Ukraine. And that's a simple prioritization. CCP and the Taiwan problem is not Joe Biden's priority. It's not even on his deck list, but everything in the Ukraine is. And this is what happens when you have politicization of the national security apparatus. The CCP is dominating, just like Vladimir Putin is. And I think Xi Jinping is having the best time with the Joe Biden presidency at the expense of the American security system. And uh, that should tell everyone everything they need to know the direction we're heading. Yeah. Insecurity through weakness, peace through strength. Two very incredibly strong contrasts between the Trump presidency, a peace through strength presidency, and the Biden presidency, where capitulation has signaled weakness and weakness has brought uh, aggression from our extraordinary adversaries. It's it's an incredible time. Cash, you have two books out that are still rocking it for children. When I was out in Philadelphia, people mentioned, right, The Pot to Kill the King. Tell us a little bit about where people could still get those books today. They're two, I think, two of the greatest treasures uh, ever given for parents to their children. You know, John, I, I took a page out of your book um, and said, we, we can't just educate adults. We have to educate children. And, you know, I remember you saying that to me once and it kind of stuck. And then we teamed up with this great company, Brave Books in Texas, and we did the Plot Against the King series. We taught Russiagate to kids in a fun way, and we taught election rigging to kids in a fun way. And the left said, how dare you? And I said, how dare we suppress our children from the truth? We didn't say be a Republican or Democrat. That wasn't the point of the book. It was to follow the facts, investigate on your own, and make sure you put the truth before all if you're going to go serve in government. And I think that's why we had such success with the Plot Against the King, which is still out there. And, you know, you see its impact when we're able to have such successful events that you had this weekend in Pennsylvania, um, talking about your brilliant new book about censorship. What's wrong with talking about censorship to our children when it's actually happening by our government and big tech? So I think you're seeing Americans across the country um, have have had a desperate void for this literature, and now we're filling it. So maybe one of these days we can do a combination plot against the king and John Solomon's favorite hamster ride through America and do a little reading. I think we got to come up with a new Brave Book character for Mike Morrell, don't you think? I think that's the next big opportunity. <laughs> I love that yeah. idea. Yes. <laughs> and the book I did today, there's Koala, Carl the Koala, who's actually the nemesis. He's the, uh, <laughs> and uh, obviously modeled after Karl uh, Marx, luring people with free gifts into big government traps. But I, I think if we find the Mike Morrell character, we're going to have a bestseller. I'm ready for it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I love it. Cash, you are a national hero. I, every time I talk to you, I always get inspired. You're doing such important work. And I think that connection you made today that that the the letter from the 51 is Trump dossier, uh, Steel Dossier 2.0, such an important thing. They're exactly the same. Different different storylines, same modus operandi. You're, you're right on the money. Great to have you on the show, my good friend. Thanks so much, John. And congrats again on your book. Everyone better go out and buy John Solomon's new book. I love it. Uh, thank you, Cash. That means a lot coming from you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back to wrap things up in about 30 seconds. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, folks. Welcome back for the commercial break. Just one quick reminder. If you were inspired by my story of Chunk, the family hamster, Hidden Headlines, the book. You want to make a difference. You want to propel Brave Books into the marketplace as an alternative to Scholastic. You want to make a difference in this great world. Go to bravebooks.us, bravebooks.com. Either one will get you there. Order a copy of Hidden Headlines or subscribe to their monthly book club and go get the story of Chunk and Carl the koala and Seymour Clues and Penelope P and all these lovable animals beautifully drawn by the artists at Brave Book and tell the story of free speech, the First Amendment, as being essentially first. Go do that today. Bravebooks.us, that's where you go right now. All right, that wraps up today's show. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion. Hunter Biden and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.